This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Everyone, it's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 304, the Collegiate QSO Party 2022, recorded on Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, uh, we're joined by Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, and Tony Maluzzi, KD8RTT. Last episode, Audrey McElroy uh, came for BUN, and Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, were here to talk about the Newsline Young Ham of the Year Award. So congratulations to Miss McElroy, and if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube and we're on WTWW on the weekends at Saturday afternoon at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 5085 on your AM dial, WTWW. So check it out there as well. So uh, we'll talk with Tony and Andy right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? (laughs) Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at pl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. And the Tower Electronics Hamfest schedule will be in Belvedere, Illinois, September 25th, Belton, Texas, October 1st, Crestview, Florida, October 15th, and Chickasaw, Alabama, that's North Mobile, uh, on October 22nd. But you can visit them anytime, anywhere at pl-259.com. Here's the snap. Rap takes the rig. He breaks through the pileup. He's on 80. Now 40. Now 20. 15. 10. 2 meters. Touchdown. Ham Talk Live. 
Welcome back to Ham Talk Live tonight. The Brothers Maluzi are back. Andy, KK4LWR, and Tony, KD8RTT. And they join us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. Andy Maluzi, KK4LWR, is the past president of the Gator Amateur Radio Club at the University of Florida in Gainesville. He is currently a senior ride control systems engineer for Walt Disney Engineer Imagineering. And uh, Andy is a key leader in the AWRL Collegiate Amateur Radio Program, a group that's been formed to share ideas and promote and rejuvenate amateur radio clubs in colleges and universities in North America. And trying to get in a word edgewise... <laughs> This is Brother Tony, KD8RTT. He is an aviation systems engineer with Garmin. He attended grad school at Ohio University, where he was the amateur radio club president. And during undergrad, he was president of the Rose Tech Amateur Radio Club, W9NAA, over in Terre Haute, Indiana. And uh, he is a pilot and also a key leader in the AWRL Collegiate Amateur Radio Program. And you'll find him on satellites or operating CW or portable on HF. So, Tony and Andy, welcome back. Thanks, Thanks man. Yeah, thanks for having us. And look, Tony already got a word in edgewise. I was thinking <laughs> couldn't be a more accurate way to describe how the talk's going to go tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if, if, you, if you tuned in, that, that's usually how it goes with these two. So, so Tony, we'll, we'll have to fight for you to get some airtime here. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's always handy. <laughs> well, it's great to be with you once again. And um, fall is here, and uh, I, I'm kind of excited. Actually, we'll, we'll talk about this offline. But but uh, something happened yesterday that that uh, is kind of exciting at, at my college uh with ham radio so we'll we'll see how that plays out but uh um we, we may have another entry one of these days we're, we're working on it but uh the collegiate cuso party is something that you all have uh kind of spearheaded and, and got going in the last few years so let's talk a little bit about what the uh collegiate cuso party is and some of the history behind that yeah, the Collegiate CUSO party is to celebrate our colleges and universities and trade schools on the air. Um, it's open for any and every amateur radio operator to uh, join and try and make as many contacts as they can with uh, all of these awesome school clubs. Uh, one of the cool things about it is many of these uh, students are getting on the air for the first time. Don't worry, we have some seasoned veterans in there, too. But many getting on the air for the first time, the first sort of experiences with amateur radio great way to sort of welcome them to the hobby and this is something that you, you kind of planned at the beginning of the school year to kind of kind of get a jump start for things uh on the collegiate level right yeah one of the one of the big challenges with college clubs is just getting activity going in the beginning of the school year <clears throat> we've done this right kind of at the beginning of the fall semester or fall quarter uh, the goal being that schools can you know have like their activities fair where they'll, where they'll show off their club um, to other students and then invite them to this event, you know, within a few weeks afterwards, um, just show them what ham radio is, get them talking in kind of a more comfortable environment. 
not such a fast paced contest necessarily, but a fun and competitive way to, to show people what ham radio is. They've never seen it before. And that's always the key is, is to get people on the air. It, it's, it's not always the most fun thing to tell people that they have to go take another test. Uh, it, <laughs> it's about getting them on the air and, and get them hooked. And, uh, that's a, a great way to, to do that. And there's been some creative, uh, things go on. I, I love the, the whole, uh, uh, mascot on APRS thing that, that one college was doing. Uh, some of the associated, uh, stuff here with the, uh, QSO party. So, so every year when we talk about this, Andy and I have this, this, this kind of trash talk thing going on. And, and so, you know, Kentucky has always played Florida pretty early on and so you know it's usually about the time of of the um the cuso party that my kentucky wildcats and his florida gators end up playing each other in football and and of course as soon as the game was over i the first thing i had to do was was text andy and I saw that text come in literally as it hit the as time ran out. Uh, Neil did not waste a moment uh, to let me know that the uh, Gators again uh, did not do so well against Kentucky. And to be fair, since that game, they've also played South Florida, and that one was like so. Uh, sounds like it's not the Gators' time right now. But don't worry, they will come back and layeth the chomp on the Wildcats. I, I know they will. Um, maybe not this season, but definitely in the future, you know. And I mean, that's also part of the fun of the CUSO party is getting that opportunity to trash talk your favorite friends uh, as you work them uh, on the air, um, or you know, let the different schools know uh, who you're supporting um, that weekend in football. Yeah, there you go. So the final score, Kentucky 26, Florida 16, for those of you playing along at home. And and, and I was going to change the intro music. It's going to be this, but uh, I I figured that might be rubbing it in too much. So so anyway, the the trash talk is kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a fun part. I'll, I'll get you some Go Gators music for, you know, uh, for your next episode where you can just play that instead of uh, the usual Ham Talk Live stuff. I mean, uh, Oh, instead know. of the theme song, I'm supposed to play yeah. play Go Gators now? Yeah, yeah. But uh, seriously, though, connecting this with the, <laughs> with the QSO party and, 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 and some of the other collegiate um, operating events like the uh, North American Collegiate championships uh you know there's a level of trash talking and and competitiveness and you know i i found back when i was teaching high school and we were competitive in the school club roundup that that was a thing i mean it was you know oh you know this school i won't mention any any names but yeah, yeah, we're taking that, them that down. <laughs> I mean, that that's part of the fun, right? You know, um, I mean, a lot of am- amateur radio is a social hobby, right? You know, and and that's some of the fun of when you participate in some of these events year over year. You know who's the strong competitors. You know the, who are the ones out there. And it's great just to have fun and, you know, heckle them a little bit. And, you know, I mean, you want everyone to be successful and to continue the hobby and grow it. But it's also a, a fun way to sort of uh, – you know, poke at each other and, and get into the spirit. I mean, 
when uh, I was working school because uh, back in the day when I was in college, we didn't have the collegiate QSO party. Um, I'd work school called Roundup, and you bet I worked all 24 hours that week because I knew there were other stations um, out there that were also gunning for it. So, uh, And there was, of course, some appropriate trash talk on the uh, Yahoo group back in the day. Oh, yes. That. So, yeah, oh, yes. that's definitely fun. So. Yeah, and I, I think we've even, you know, seen at, at Dayton Hamvention, um, our, you know, the, the Collegiate Amateur Radio Program presence there. We've had schools do, you know, continue that trash talk in person from last year's QSO party. Uh, so it kind of builds a nice community uh, competitiveness, but but good fun. Yeah, and it's, it's all in fun, and um, it, it it's something to keep life interesting and and. Uh, <laughs> keep it going on the air so so yeah i always get that in but it's always more fun when kentucky wins because you know for the <laughs> last 50 decades florida would crush us so yeah so i had to yeah. bring it up while i can so well yeah, tony tell us oh yeah yeah you'll be waiting for it next year there you go well tony tell us a little bit about the uh, event info for 2022 how do people participate how do people uh get their college club involved and then how do just everybody uh you know join in the fun here on the collegiate cuso party yeah so uh this year the collegiate cuso party is october 1st and 2nd um, the full UTC days of that weekend. Like we said before, everyone's welcome to participate, whether you're a uh, college university or just an individual. Um, you actually head over to our website, collegiatecusoparty.com. Um, we have a link there to an info packet that that has all the rules, um, all the information, some scripts for contacts, if you're um, frequently asked questions, all that sort of thing. So I, I would encourage people to take a look there. Um, a couple things to note is we've had a totally new format for this year. Um, we're doing it more like a state QSO party in that we're asking all the colleges and universities to pre-register and provide some information about what call sign they'll be using and then their school identifier they'll use in the exchange. So again, if you go to our website um, on the main page, there's a link to see all the registered colleges and universities um, we're, we're up to 15 already, and they keep coming in every day. Um, everyone from University of Florida, the Case Western Reserve, Dominion, Ohio State, uh, St. Louis University, uh, Missouri S&T, it's just a bunch. So they've got links there. You can check out more about their club. Um, perhaps they'll post some information about their operations. Um, but we really built this, this event to be pretty easy to participate and really focus on the colleges and universities and help build awareness about uh, for them. Well, you know, I also might just go out there and say this, Neil. I, I heard him mention the University of Florida and the Gator Amateur Radio Club W4DFU, but I didn't hear him mention anything about Kentucky. And, you know, you can't win if you're not in the game. Yeah, well, we're, our bunch are too busy building CubeSats, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know, the, the, I know. the Gators still might pull one out this season. I got uh, faith yeah, in, the, in the Gator Club. This is true. All right. So you've got the hours here. You've got the dates. You've got the website. Fill us in on the exchange, bands, modes, all that kind of thing. 
All right, uh, Andy, do you want to take it or? I mean, I can. Uh, you know, the exchange um, is be a little different than in years past. Um, so this year, our exchange is adding in uh, besides your call sign. Um, and sort of the uh, signal report that you're used to. Uh, we're adding in a school identifier where you get to uh, you get to basically use a shortcut to identify your school. Um, some people might not recognize your call signs, um, so that's a great way for uh, schools to you know sort of you know be unique and make it easy for uh, stations that are not schools to uh, log them, um, because there are a lot of bonus points uh, for work in the school. So they've all picked something um, you know, fairly unique to their station. It's about five characters or less. I think Mississippi State is the longest one um, up there, but all of them are about five characters or less, and uh, that that's a unique way to identify them. If you're not a school station, if you're not a, you know, a college university or trade school, um, you would identify with which you would share that as well. Um, for the school. Okay, you cut so out there. You identify what as what? With your with your QTH, your uh, QTH. your home station location. Yeah. Okay. So very good. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Uh, well, that's a, that's a good way. So that way, if you don't have all these club call signs memorized, like I seem to have from doing school club roundup for <laughs> years. Uh, that's a great way to to instantly know what you know who you're talking to. Exactly. I mean, there's a few of these uh, call signs that I do well, like when I see Triple E or W eight Edu pop in there. Uh, but then there are some that you know uh, I haven't seen, like K seven BYI for Brigham Young University Idaho, um, who are going to be participating this year. Um, so, you know, that's cool to see them in there and, you know, their, uh, their identifier is BYUI. So that makes a lot of sense. I, I realize it from that. Uh, but there's some other ones in there too. Uh, University of Arizona has Wilbur as their call sign, which I think is their mascot, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so th- there's some really cool ways that some of these schools are identifying and having fun with it. Well, uh, and, and, and even more chance of trash talk. So. <laughs> That is. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. The the rules and and uh, how to get involved in the collegiate QSO party. So uh, we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, uh, we're actually going to open up the phone lines. It's been a while, so we're going to open up the phone lines and talk some more with Tony and Andy right after this word from Icom America right here on Ham Talk Live. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Our high-powered base stations cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your own home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. Heard it, worked it, logged it. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled. With faster processors, high input gain, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal, it is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, spectrum waterfall display, and an SD card slot. 
The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has 110 dB RMDR, dual digicel, dual receiver, and RF direct sampling. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. It's loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. With a 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectroscope and waterfall display, dual watch operation, full duplex in satellite mode, and smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. The innovative transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. It has 15 discrete bandpass filters, the large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, SD car slot, and RF direct sampling. The real HF fun starts here. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. At Ham Talk Live, we have a million dollar request guarantee. You give us a million dollars and we'll do a show about whatever ham topic you request. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you'll know when new episodes are coming your way. But uh, before we get back to Andy and Tony, it is time once again for the N9GSU Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. It's always a struggle for me to get antennas up in trees when I'm out doing POTA activations. I swear I have tried everything. I finally hit on the bright idea of using a boomerang. I'd forgotten where I threw it, but it finally came back to me. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Oh, boy. It finally came back to me. Did it come back to you, Andy? No, I'm still waiting for mine to come back, Neil. Oh, you're still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming back to Tony and Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR and KD8RTT with the Collegiate QSO Party coming up October 1st to a radio near you. So... Make sure you check that out. CollegiateQSOParty.com, was it? Yep, that's right. 
com. All right. Well, okay. So rare opportunity here. We're actually going to open up the phone lines because since we are doing this recorded and not uh, live anymore, we don't always get to open up the phone lines. But uh, tonight uh, we've got a chance to do it. So uh, good evening. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Good evening. Whiskey for India, Papa Charlie. Oh, good evening, Connor. And you're down at Old Dominion University, and uh, they, you've been uh, working on getting them going again. So, so tell us what's going on down there. That's right. We're at the Old Dominion University, not the New Dominion University, down here in Norfolk, Virginia, next to the largest Navy base in the world. We've got the club restarted here after, I believe, 30 to 40 years of inactivity. Um Unfortunately, we we haven't really been able to find much history of the club, except for uh, exactly two pictures that I was able to get the university archivist to dig up. But uh, other than that, we're pretty much a first-time club at the university. We've got several radios in the shack rack-mounted that the Navy has actually purchased for us. We're doing experiments with the Navy on HF radio and, and automatic link establishment. And we're pretty excited to operate the upcoming Collegiate QSO party from there, where we will probably do it via remote control from a shared space on university where we can all sit down together and have some university-sanctioned pizza party. Over. Yes, the pizza is always a requirement. Andy and Tony, you kind of left that part out, but you know, it's, it's a college club, therefore pizza must be involved the best way to make sure people come we have a pizza pizza budget in our uh, our club activities uh fund from the university they gave us a pizza budget so What's there the you old go saying, if you feed them they will come that's true <laughs> <laughs> so so y'all are going to be on and and you're going to use some uh you know remote technology and sometimes that's that's a way to overcome some of the uh, obstacles uh you know, getting a dedicated space on campus or, or getting some uh, antennas up on campus, uh, sometimes that can be a challenge and, and might take a while uh, to, to jump through all the red tape and, and get through uh, everything to make that happen. So it sounds like uh, you've definitely got a plan there and, and, and pizza. Yes, our, our main problem is, they gave us a really nice space. It's probably a hundred by hundred foot room, but uh, I'm currently in the talks to fix this. But currently, uh, undergrads can't access that room without a professor, uh, which which lends a problem. So uh, we can only be in there for things or uh, uh, you know club activities or open shack when we have a professor with us, um, unless you're me. Uh, so basically, all the entire shack is remote controlled, so we don't have to really go in there for anything. And that's that's our major stepping stone there is to sort of get the university to trust us enough to let us actually into our own room. Yeah, that that's, that's not unusual, and and these are some of the challenges that uh, that colleges run into, the college clubs run into. I, I remember ours was in a mop closet. And, you know, same thing. I, I couldn't get into it. Uh, I had to have, a, have one of the professors with me. And, uh, 
Uh, the mop closet wasn't real great for the radio either, but uh, that's that's a whole nother story. But uh, yeah, the, with all the new remote technology, that's uh, that's a great way to to do it. So, Andy, anything uh, else to throw in here, or Tony? Well, uh, I'll, I'll mention that um, one thing we haven't talked too much about tonight is the, the collegiate amateur radio program that we're involved in, um, and we actually have monthly calls that we discuss items. And Connor was on. This, this past month, about a week ago, and actually showed off uh, their shack. So um, if you go to awrl.org slash we want the letter U, we want U, uh, there will be a link to the recording of that. And you can actually check out the station he was talking about. So he did a great job showing us uh, how they got that all set up. And also, uh, we've, we've mentioned it a few times here, the Collegiate Amateur Radio Program, CARP, as we affectionately call it. But that's also news. Um, it wasn't always called CARP. We were Carrie for a while. We were the Collegiate Amateur Radio Initiative. You know, the league started this initiative sort of thing. But, you know, after a half decade of doing it and literally thousands of members um, on our Facebook group here, we're, you know, pushing uh, about 1.2 thousand members, so 1,200 folks, um, you know, representing colleges and universities all across the world, even at this point, we've graduated from being an initiative to something that's really a sustainable program and uh, really a, uh, a hallmark now uh, of college stations um, around the world. So, you know, you can join the calls. Uh, we are hosting Hamfest forums at Dayton and Orlando. So if you come down to Orlando Hamcasian uh, in February or if you go to Dayton Hamvention in uh, May, there will be a forum just for you if you're a college student or if you want to support, uh, you know, college, university, and trade school students um, and, you know, help them uh, be successful. So, uh, yeah, lots of great growth going on this year with the program. Yeah, and you got a new logo. I was, I was like, wait a minute. The first yeah. time I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. I thought it was Carrie, not Carp. And and, yep. and all of a sudden, there, there's a new logo and everything. So Yeah, there's a new logo. Um, I would say if you are a college student out there and, you know, that logo maybe gives you an idea of a particular seagoing animal, uh, maybe you should join Discord and see how we've had some fun with that uh, logo. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a whole bunch of uh, hams doing amateur radio for each other and sharing, you know, and enjoying the hobby together. So, you know, I encourage everyone to sort of get involved and jump in on there. Um, and from that ARL website, uh, ARL, we want you, uh, you can actually get um, uh, a link to uh, board in there and, uh, you know, help make uh, collegiate amateur radio loud, you know, and who knows, you might hook your carp. All right. Well, Connor, thanks so much for calling in tonight and telling us a little bit about Old Dominion and, and best of luck in the college uh, or collegiate, rather, QSO party coming up October 1st. Yeah, good to be here and make sure everybody listening works Whiskey for Oscar Delta uniform. Very important. I'll give you, uh, well, I'll, I'll give you a handshake if I ever meet you. There you go. Or a thousand nano uh, bonus points. There you go. Yep. There you go. All right. Thanks, Connor, for calling in. Thanks for having me, Neil. All right. Well, uh, Tony and Andy, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, CARP here, and we'll see if we have any other uh, calls here. But we want to talk a little bit about uh, CARP and the resources that are there for 
college clubs that are, are trying to get started or trying to get restarted? Uh, what are some things that are offered to, to help them out? Yeah, so in addition to those monthly calls we just uh, mentioned and the Discord group, uh, we have another kind of repository of, of resources um, linked there. You can get sample club constitutions, um, information about other clubs out there. We also have a Facebook group, so that's kind of the, the companion to the Discord, um, where people are pretty active posting all sorts of things, uh, online courses that clubs are hosting, schools asking for advice on how to do a project or get started with their club. Um, so we really, you know, we've got some basic resources for people to start with, and we have this nice community of people. It's a, it's the go-to place that uh, you can try to build your club out, start a club, um, and just kind of give back to to college clubs as well. So, um, again, that's all accessible from awrl.org slash we want you, the letter U. Uh, there's links to all that stuff, including recordings of all our previous calls. Um, there's a lot of good material in there. All right, so some excellent resources out there uh, for colleges that are, are trying to get uh, started again or uh, keep going, for that matter. Uh, be sure to check them out as well as the, the Facebook group. So uh, we're going to wrap things up here for tonight. But, Andy, you know, we, we've known each other for a long time, and we, we've talked to each other, and our clubs have talked to each other, I, I think, more importantly, uh, over the years, all, all the time. And we discovered this week that we were never in each other's personal logs. And lo and behold, I'm on, sitting on FT8 and about to just give up and shut everything down because I can't find any more Tasmanian stations. I'm trying to get that Tasmanian Devil Award thing. And, and, and all of a sudden, I see your call sign flash across the screen. So we finally got a contact. Yeah, nearly a decade in the making. Uh, we finally got a contact. So uh, that was fun. Your home state, your new home station to my new home station. Uh, yeah, that was uh, a ton of fun. It was uh, it was make that contact and then immediately pick up the phone and be like, hey, Neil, we finally made a contact. It was great. <laughs> a lot With of our own day. call signs for once. <laughs> yeah. There was a bit of a, hold on, let me search my log. Wait, I really don't have him in the log. Wow. And, then, uh, and now it's on you, Neil, because uh, I dropped in the mail today a QSL card your way because uh, I'm starting to collect them now that I have a station to display them. So I need yep. to get yours up on the wall. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get that taken care of. i got to get some new ones, too, with the new QTH. So I I, yeah. I put it in my order. So they're 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 on the way, hopefully. So. We'll get that. And Tony, Tony, I get on satellite, so I think we've worked actually several times. Yeah, I think over the past few years we've worked, yeah, multiple robes of, uh, for both of us, I think. Yeah, for, from from all kinds of locations. So, yeah. Yeah, that's been pretty cool. Tony does, uh, does some pretty cool, uh, roving out in the, uh, out in the Midwest and, uh, in some some rare places so you have to watch for kd8 rtt out there and uh and check that out all right well oh and andy uh, you know your, your your big announcement here you're 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 running for awrl southeast division vice director so congratulations on that and good luck with that 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, I threw my hat in the ring. I've had a lot of fun helping with the uh, getting carry and now carp going and being on the PR committee as well as local clubs and stuff. And uh, I want to get back to the league at a, a bigger level, represent the Southeastern Division, and uh, help lead the second century of amateur radio. Yeah, well, good luck. I uh, I wish you well in that. So, yep. All right, well... That's going to do it for this edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, and Tony Maluzzi, KD8RTT, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening. And invite you back next time. And for our upcoming guests, you can see those at hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And may the good DX be yours. For 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing your brother down below. Yes, 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing your brother down below.